Hello, family. My name is Ray, and this is my podcast, Diary of a Girl Like Me, where I talk about things that matter to a girl like me. First of all, I want to say thank you because the feedback from the first episode has been crazy. Uh, crazy. Unexpected. Y'all really, y'all really ran it up. So thank you so much for listening to me. Uh, I really want this podcast to be more. However, I'm not very technologically savvy. So you guys have to bear with me. I really want there to be like more effects, intro, noises, the, you know, that's it, you got it, <laughs> type stuff, uh, the drum rolls, you know, I'm still learning how to do all that stuff, and I have not been able to give, you know, uh, the full time to look into those things, because like I said, these past few weeks have been crazy, insane. Uh, but it's only up for here. I, I do want to have a video component. There's so much I want to do with this, but I have this habit of feeling like I cannot put things out until I have them all the way ready, like until they're perfect. And I'm starting to realize that's not realistic. So I'm trying to put things out like as they come to me and just doing the best I can in that moment and not thinking too hard about it and just improving as I go because that's really what took me so long. And for those of you who know, I've been talking about putting a cookbook out for years and it I haven't because, you know, I'm like, oh, I want it to be perfect. I want it to be perfect. But I'm learning if you wait until something is perfect to your standards, especially if you have like super high standards, like someone like me, the time to put it out will never come. So just bear with me. Uh, it's only up from here. So I do want to give you guys an update before we get into this episode. So last episode, I talked about the apartment fiasco. And I want you all to know that it was resolved. Uh, So that night when I got off the phone with them after, you know, doing all the arguing and I sent them all the documentation um, I went to bed. Well, I also called corporate. I called their corporate, left messages, sent them all the evidence I had and let them know, like, you know, if we have to go to court, we will. But I I really would rather not, but I'm prepared. So I went to bed and I really, like, I prayed. I was like, listen, I have enough going on. I cannot fight this fight, too. I'm fighting enough fights. Like, please resolve this let this be resolved because I cannot I pleaded with the skies I pleaded with the universe you know please help a sister out and I woke up the next day and uh Tommy's boss raggedy ass Tommy his boss called and you know she she said we looked at the documents you sent over and um we will be sending you five hundred and twenty dollars because Technically, you paid um, $850 for your deposit. And um, so we are still going to charge you all those things. 
but we're going to give you back the $350 that wasn't refundable and take it from that. And so my deposit was only $500 uh, because when I moved into the apartment, I put down a $350 non-refundable fee, which the property management at the time, they said this was part of the cleaning fee because they charge for the cleaning fees on the front end, not the back end, and it holds your apartment so no one else can look at it. So they said, that's not something we do, we charge on the back end. So we're gonna give you that 350 back, take the cleaning free fee from that and the carpet fee from that. And you still end up getting more than your deposit. So they're gonna send me $520. So I'm not mad at that at all. I was ha happy with the outcome. Glad that that's over with. So thank you for everyone who was concerned for me. and you know take take heed this is why you need to document everything when you're renting apartments renting cars anything because these companies they're going to try to get over on you these companies they're going to send you these invoices and these bills because they don't count on people checking checking them and you know checking records so they just hope they count on people paying and going lightly but for someone like me i'm on a fixed income so I'm looking at every penny coming and going. So that has to be checked. So again, thank you for everyone um, for supporting me through that endeavor, but it is handled, thankfully, thank God. Um, okay, I'm done rambling. Let's get into the basis of this episode, which I wanted to talk about this subject on the first episode, but... Um, I was very frightened because this subject, I didn't want this to become the basis of my podcast. And I also just kind of scrapped this subject altogether because I was very worried because it's a very touchy subject, but um, things keep happening and I, I feel like I, this needs to be said from my perspective because I bring a lot of different perspectives to the table on this topic and I feel like it could be helpful and I hope it could be helpful. Uh, so today I'm gonna talk about my experience with COVID and I'm gonna start by telling a story. So I don't know if you guys have seen, but a lot of CEOs of a lot of companies are really trying to get their people to get vaccinated, their employees to get vaccinated. So the CEOs are coming down and talking to people. And so the CEO of my company that I work for came down to talk with all of us and you know he said I really want you guys to get vaccinated you know he told his little spiel he said oh I'm a non-vaxxer I don't even get the flu shot and you know uh but I I'm getting the COVID shot I'm putting my pride aside and science get the vaccine it works you know that whole deal um but then he opened it up to you know, a forum. Um, and of course, there, where there's right, there's a left. Uh, where there's a top, there's a bottom. So there was a gentleman who came prepared for the CEO asking a ton of questions. And the first question was, um, ooh, excuse me, if I can get COVID, even though I'm vaccinated, why should I get the vaccine? And the CEO goes, you know, risk versus reward. You have to weigh that for yourself. That's not something I can say. Risk versus reward for me, the reward of getting the vaccine was bigger than the risk 
of getting the vaccine. Okay, um, you know, the gentleman is asking valid questions. But then his questions take a turn and he goes, well, COVID-19 has not been proven. And a friend of mine, his, I think he said his mom uh, died of pneumonia, but they're saying that she died of COVID-19 and COVID-19 doesn't cause pneumonia. And so at that point, um, if anybody has any medical background or any knowledge at all, first of all, to say COVID-19 is not proven to be real is just flat out disrespectful aside from wrong. And then to say it doesn't cause pneumonia, also just inaccurate. So this discussion goes from a discussion to just mis misinformation very quickly. And um, I don't know if a lot of you know, but I was a CNA in the middle of the pandemic. I worked um, as a CNA from October 2020 to March 2021, the, the middle of the pandemic. And so when people say things like COVID-19 not being real, it, it, struck, it strikes a chord for me because I've seen it. You know, I've, I've seen what it does to families. So um, back to the story. Um, now I'm getting upset. My chest is getting tight and I'm feeling angry. And I want to say something, but I don't like to speak from a place of anger, especially not in, in settings like this, where having a, a calm head is, you know, paramount to the, the direction of the conversation. So... Um, but I'm getting very irritated now. And so uh, luckily my, one of my managers is like, you, you know, we need to go open. So just go to your register. And so I go and I'm I'm pissed off, but you know, I'm trying to do my deep breathing, my woosah to get over it and, and move on with my day and not let it bother me, right? But then, the conversation is open, so I ended up leaving early because my boss told me to go open. And so once the conversation ends, everyone comes to, you know, my little station, and they're talking about the conversation. And someone goes, well, I'm glad he the guy asked all those questions to the CEO because it's good to get the other side of the conversation. You know, everyone's trying to shove this vaccine down on our throat, and I'm glad someone asks valid questions. <laughs> Excuse me. And um, someone else comes in and was like, but the things he was saying were wrong, which they were. He, they, he was heavily misinformed. And this, the first person who spoke was like, so what? Like, at least he's bringing up valid points. Like, and it, this, this conversation is going on and on, and it's just... No one is making progress. Everyone's just saying dumb shit. And usually I'm used to working around people when they say dumb shit. I was in the military for six years. I've heard it all, all types of work conversations. But like I said, this this kind of hits a little different for me. So I snapped. And I said, listen, I let you guys talk about stupid shit in here all the time. But this is where I draw the line. Because no one is going to come in here and say that this is not real. Because I have seen firsthand that this shit is real. And so I told them um, the story of my Thanksgiving, which only a few people know how I spent my Thanksgiving. 
last year. I was at work in the hospital in the ICU. I got floated to the ICU. And um, I was putting iPads on patients, um, intubated patients, unresponsive patients in the ICU who had COVID, and their family wanted to talk to them. So I held the iPad up to these people, people's faces while their family on Thanksgiving cried on the other side of the iPad, you know, when they should be together with their family. And I told them this story and I'm like, you know, so I don't want to hear you come in here and say that it's not real because it is. And at this point I'm crying because, you know, for someone it's very triggering. Any healthcare workers or anyone who has been touched by COVID, you know, it's very, it's very triggering to hear these types of conversations where people are just dismissive of the impact it has. And so I, so I said, you know, I'm very, because days before this conversation, the guys had come in there and um, they were talking about, oh, COVID is stupid. Like this whole mask is stupid. I had COVID and I was only sick for two days and I was fine. Da, 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 da. And co- talking about COVID is kind of like talking about abortion. You know, people feel how they feel, so I kind of just kind of save my breath, and I don't like to engage, especially not in the workplace. And then I brought that up. I said, you guys, you know, you brag and you talk about how you haven't been effective, but some people have, and I've seen it. And it's very triggering for you guys to come in here and talk about how this this virus that is literally killing people is not real. I'm so glad it hasn't touched you or affected you, but there are people that it has affected so don't talk about that shit anymore in here and everyone got real quiet and they walked out and um that was pretty much it for that day um but I was very upset the whole day at work um I stayed the whole day didn't say anything to anyone but I was very upset right and so um the next day everyone came in and a lot of people had on masks you know I haven't heard them say anything about covid since then right fast forward um the same you know manager who told me to go open up my register like conversation over he came up to me and he was like you know what I thought about you over the week um my cousin just died from COVID and he was only 40 something years old I forget how old he said cousin was and he was like "I, I see where you're coming from now because If my cousin would have passed and then I would have had to sit and listen to this man talk about how COVID-19 wasn't real, I would have flipped shit. I would have lost it. I said, yeah. That's And that's really what I was trying to get at when I, you know, when I snapped. Like, you you have to be cognitive of what you're saying about COVID around groups of people because, again, you may not have been touched, but you don't know who has. And so for you to be so dismissive of something, it's it's very disrespectful. And it shouldn't take you being touched by COVID for you to know that it's fucking real and it's serious and it's not a game. You know, I don't care. If you don't want to get vaccinated, I truly don't. What I do care about is you going around and spreading misinformation and you being irresponsible. There are a lot of people who simply cannot get vaccinated. People cannot get vaccinated, not everyone. People have autoimmune disorders. People have, you know, certain medications that could, uh, the side effects could be exacerbated by the vaccine. You know, 
So I get not everyone can get the vaccine. And even if you can get the vaccine and you don't want to get it, that's simply your choice. But it's one thing to not get the vaccine, but it's one thing to not get the vaccine and continue to be irresponsible. Still go out every weekend, not wear a mask, not wash your hands. These people who were talking about COVID is real are the same people who, like, sneeze in their hands and then, like, try to shake your hand. Like, nasty fucks. And so, you know, it's very lost on me because prior to COVID, we used to bully anti-vaxxers. We used to bully people who do who did not want to get vaccinated. So it's crazy to me how now in the midst of a pandemic, people have suddenly just, they don't want to get vaccinated and and that's the norm now. People, we haven't been having to get vaccinated forever. You literally can't go to school if you're not vaccinated. Workplaces, everyone's up in arms about workplaces mandating the COVID vaccine. Before COVID was even around, one of my coworkers got fired because she didn't get the flu vaccine. This is not new. This is a, not a new concept. Why is it now that we have forgotten? That I think that's the biggest part that's lost on me. And so I want to give my background on vaccines. So I never got the flu shot. I'm I'm a non-vaxxer. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm a non-vaxxer. I like the natural. I like natural immunity. Um, there's different kinds of immunities. I can't think of the names right now. But there's like the kind you get from vaccines. Um, there's natural acquired immunity, and then there's passive immunity. Um, the immunity you get from catching a virus. And I personally like um, passive immunity. I've I've never really liked vaccines, especially since going vegan, because there's a lot of vaccines have a lot of different animal products. But I realized vaccines are, you know, you need them, like the Tdap, MMR, measles, mumps, Rubella, varicella. Um, I also got, what is that? Uh, HPV vaccine. Um, I really hate when people call me in the middle of me recording an episode. No one ever calls me. And in the middle of an episode, people call me. Anyways, back to what I was saying. HPV, but, you know, some vaccines I I realize are necessary. But the flu vaccine, the flu shot was a vaccine I never got until um, I joined the military because it's mandatory in the military. Like, you have to get it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, So I didn't start getting the flu shot until I was in the military, and I hated that they made me get it because I didn't want it, but at the same time, you know, I kind of understood you're working in close proximity with people. You know, it is what it is. And so when the COVID vaccine came out, I kind of felt the same way. But when I started working at the hospital, 
especially when I would get floated to the ICU, I was it, it scared me. I was like, I don't want this. And not only do I not want this, especially when they were talking about how, like, people without symptoms can still spread it. Even though they're, like, going back and forth on that, whatever, not the point. Um, I was like, I would feel so guilty if I got someone else sick. And also, at this point, I hadn't seen my grandma in almost a year. And I was like, I want to be able to go home and see my grandmother and not feel guilty about it. So that is why I got vaccinated. Um, But let me say something. Just like, you know, people shouldn't be talking negatively about the vaccine, like spreading propaganda, I guess. There's propaganda for both sides because I literally saw someone post something that said getting the COVID vaccine turns your blood into gold, turns your blood into metal. Now, if that was true, don't you think everyone would be getting the vaccine? Like, if you could turn your blood to gold. Come, like, come on now. And I want to caution you before I get into what I want to say. I want to caution you because um, the person who I saw made a whole video about the COVID vaccine turning your blood into gold was a, a doctor, but not a doctor in the doctor's sense. A doctor as in she had a doctorate. But I only found that out from research. So these people, they put the doctor blah, blah on their in front of their name on the title and they make these videos and so people circulate these videos and they're like oh my god a doctor said it and so i researched this woman she has a doctorate in nursing she is not a doctor nurses are not doctors nurses cannot diagnose you can get a doctorate in geology and put doctor in front of your name and make a COVID video and circulate it. You know, that's dangerous. She, I looked up her credentials. She worked at a, uh, a pharmaceutical company, but she hasn't recently. And a lot of the things, she's also the same woman who said that the COVID vaccine was magnetizing people's blood. So just because I I say that to say, please do your own research and just don't. That's the other thing that gets me. People are just like reposting these random videos that they're saying and like taking it as law. People can get on the Internet and say anything. You need to do your own research. Okay, but backing backing it up. Um. I want you guys to know that I'm not, like, pushing the vaccine on people. I'm not saying, you know, you're wrong if you don't get the vaccine. That's not what I'm saying because there are some things uh, that people have published, you know, that were, like, pro-vaccine that I didn't like. Like, the same way people saying, you know, getting the vaccine magnetizes your blood or turns your blood into gold, destroys your red blood cells is wrong. I'm tired of seeing the posts that say, you know, on his deathbed, father of five wishes he would have got COVID vaccine. That's also propaganda. And that's also wrong. To be pushing out this literature that, oh, person on deathbed who didn't get vaccinated feels like, you know, I wish I would have got vaccinated. I wouldn't have died if I wouldn't have got vaccinated. Which also 
is not true because people who are vaccinated are still getting COVID and still dying. So that's, let's also not give people this false hope that if they get vaccinated, everything is going to be fine. And the use of scare tactics and fear tactics in general over the course of this pandemic just have not sat well with me. And I've seen them on both sides. Just the same way people are saying, oh, the vaccine is going to kill you. Posting videos and literature and scriptures of people saying, oh, I I probably wouldn't have died from this virus. I wish I would have got that damn vaccine. People saying that on their deathbed. That's also propaganda and that's also using a fear tactic and that's also wrong. What should be happening is education. Because I don't appreciate the way the government is saying get vaccinated and these agencies and these companies are saying get vaccinated, but there's so much misinformation going around and no one, I haven't seen no COVID education, no COVID vaccine education, so how can you push out something and you're not educating people on it? Usually, yes, you should leave people to you know, get educated on their own. But this is a global pandemic and we've seen people are not the smartest and they're going to take a narrative and run with it. So why has there not been more education? There are still people who think that the COVID vaccine has a live virus in it. There are still people running around who think if you get the COVID vaccine, you're going to become a magnet. There are people running around who think the COVID vaccine is going to turn your blood to gold. I've just seen so much misinformation and miseducation. And, you know, with all these vaccine mandates, you know, the government is doing so much and these companies are doing so much to get the vaccine out. The same amount should be being done to get education out. This is a global pandemic. You cannot leave education up to the people, especially when so much is changing and everything is so fluid. So, also... (coughs) For the people, there's something else I wanted to say for the people who are saying that the COVID is not FDA approved. There are so many drugs you're using today that are not FDA approved. And so I want to outline the drug approval process, especially (laughs) I just passed my pharmacology class. So, you know, (laughs) I have the the 411. Okay, so there are four-ish trials to each drug. There's... um clinical trials, pre-trials, where they only do animal testing on the drug, right? Then there's phase one, where they get um, volunteers, human volunteers. Then there's phase two, where they get volunteers with whatever virus or disease or whatever they're trying to vaccinate against. So in in the realm of the COVID vaccine, phase two is when people with COVID volunteer to have the uh, vaccine tested on them. Phase three, and, and mind you, to get through each phase, you have to pass the first one. To get to the next phase, you have to pass the first phase. Um, the FDA has to grant you access through the next phase and then phase three is when um the the whatever i shouldn't say vaccine the drug is tested on a a mass group of people 
treated on a mass mass group of people, no volunteers. And well, people can still volunteer, but it's more so like doctors are going to patients and saying, "Hey, this is a drug. These are the effects. You know, it's gone through this trial. This trial. Are you willing to use it?" They still have to educate the patient on the adverse effects and all of that, right? Phase four is after the drug is FDA approved, but it still goes through continuous monitoring. Just because a drug is FDA approved does not mean um, all the adverse effects have been noted. It's just the adverse effects are little enough to where the FDA feels comfortable putting the drug onto market. Now, um, the COVID vaccine got the fast track FDA approval, right? <sighs> Which means it's not FDA approved, but it did go through the phase one and two trials. They didn't just draft up a virus, a vaccine and throw it out there. There was testing done on it. And no, the testing probably is not as, you know, rigorous. I don't know, not rigorous, that's not the word. Um, extensive, you know, the process is being fast-tracked because we are in a global pandemic, people. So yes, things are moving faster because people are fucking dying. And so I think the biggest takeaway from what I'm saying is, you know, I, I really want you guys to get educated on your own take a step back from the internet everything on you you see on the internet is not real even like these news articles like i said anyone can get a doctorate and slap doctor in front of their name and spew misinformation out onto the world wide webs it's up to you to like differentiate and use your common sense also talk to your fucking doctor Talk to your fucking doctor. Go talk to your doctor. They are going to have a lot more information for you than a fucking fake-ass Dr. CB, Sebi website, Instagram page. Please. Let's, let's get real about this. There's also a lot of things I wanted to... Uh, talk about in this podcast but my sources aren't correct so I refuse to be part of the like uh, the chain of misinformation and like I said I, I was weary about even talking about this but th- things needed to be said I couldn't I, I couldn't keep sweeping the shit under the rug and yes I I take this shit talking about COVID in in a dismissive way very personal because I've seen firsthand how it kills people. I I spent especially like after the Thanksgiving because you know COVID hasn't touched me personally and prior to me working in the ICU in the COVID unit on Thanksgiving um you know I didn't really see the impact in person so um and I was in South Dakota when when COVID first took off and the state of South Dakota at the time was one one of the only, if not the only state without a mask mandate. Uh, the governor, Noam, she was like a, a huge, well, is a huge Trump, you know, butt buddy 
So she was, you know, COVID is fake news. So it was hard for me to fully grasp, you know, the severity of the pandemic until I moved out of South Dakota into Nevada where things were much more serious. And then I started working in the hospital and seeing it firsthand. And what I'm saying is it shouldn't take you experiencing COVID for you to to know that this shit is real. And I urge you to not wait until that moment, because if you wait until that moment, it's probably going to be too late. And even after, you know, where my manager was like, oh, my cousin just died. I would have lost it if that happened. Another guy who was at work who was kind of dismissive about COVID came in and was like, my best friend's dad, his heart stopped because of COVID. He's a healthy man in his 40s. And they said if his heart stops again, they're they're going to pull the plug on him. This shit is real, people. And I wish people would take it more serious and be more responsible. Um, I went out the other day to this thing called First Fridays. I really went out for the food. If I'm going somewhere, it's for the food. And just the lack of, like, social distancing, mask wearing, it was very concerning. The lack of, like, hand sanitizer readily available, very concerning. Um, because COVID is, is, is peaking back up. And back to what I was saying, um, I didn't, I didn't really grasp the full severity until I started working in the hospital and, you know, I worked in the ICU on Thanksgiving and that, that was literally the most gut-wrenching day of my life. I will never forget that day. And from that day forward, it was just like healthy patients who had who had seen multiple times before came in for which have been minor things, watching them die from COVID. Watching them literally die from COVID-19. And all of the things. So COVID-19 is a respiratory virus. Your respiratory system is in charge of blood flow getting oxygen throughout your body, keeping fluid out of your lungs. So I'm sure you could imagine how when your respiratory system fails, it's it's a slippery slope for everything else in your body to fail. And that is what's happening. This the this podcast episode is not in any way telling you go get vaccinated. This podcast is telling you to do your own research, be responsible, be healthy, and be safe. Because while COVID-19 may not have affected you, it is affecting other people. And I'm going to leave it at that. Um, I really don't like talking about COVID anymore, but it's like one of those things where I feel like based on my experience with it and me having seen all sides of it, I feel like I, I'm doing a disservice when I don't talk about it or at least talk about my experiences. And I'm so down to have a, um, you know, open dialogue with anybody on it. I love talking about stuff in a way that brings forth education because you could possibly enlighten me about stuff that I didn't know. But I'm just urging you to to step outside yourself and realize People are dying, and you should not wait until this virus affects you to care about it 
and I'm not happy with the way the government is handling this, um, both in the way of why are people being evicted in a global pandemic or at all, mind-boggling to me. Um, also, I have been lucky enough to not have been had tested positive for COVID. I've had two COVID tests of the course of this pandemic. Both of them came back negative. But there have been two additional times where I feel like I could have possibly had COVID or a COVID scare and I was not able to get a test. COVID testing is not readily available. If you need a COVID test, you have to wait three days. And most of you know, that's when your symptoms are over. (laughs) Symptoms usually only last two days from what I've seen. Some people are unlucky and their symptoms last a week, you know, maybe more. Excuse me. Oh my goodness. But um there are a lot of ways the government is failing. So don't I'm not by any means saying like take what the government says and run with it, go get the vaccine. They're saying no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying do your own research because the vaccine is proven to work. Yes, you can still get the COVID with the vaccine, but the side effects are much less. I've seen that firsthand. I can attribute to that. Um, but I just, I want you all to stay safe. I don't want anyone, I'm tired of people coming up to me and saying like, oh, I wish I would have, you know, taken COVID serious or listened to you beforehand because it shouldn't be that way. You shouldn't have to be affected by something to care about it because people are dying. And that's all I want to say. I know this episode was heavy and I'm sorry. And I feel like I, I was rambling, but COVID just talking about it gets me fired up. Because I have seen how it affects people and it's real and it's hurtful. And it's hurtful the way that this whole thing is playing out when people are dying. Like the blatant disregard of the lo- the lives lost due to COVID is, is, is crazy to me. So I'm going to leave it at that and I want to say thank you. And I hope you all stay safe. Um, wash your hands, wear your mask, social distance. Because I have a feeling shit is shit is getting ready to shut down again because people are not being responsible. I love you all. Please stay safe. Thank you for listening to me talk. Thank you for hearing me. And, um, you know, my DMs are open as always. I will be back next Friday. It will be a much lighter episode. <laughs> it will be a much lighter episode, I promise. Um all the episodes will not be like this which is why especially I didn't want this to be the first episode and I you know like I said I was even weary about doing this episode at all but I feel like uh, there were some things that had to be said um and I want to remind you that there's a difference between a non-vaxxer and an anti-vaxxer a non-vaxxer is someone who chooses to not get the vaccine and shuts the fuck up about it an anti-vaxxer is someone who chooses to not get the vaccine and spreads misinformation around to then charge other people without to not get the vaccine. So I charge you with being a non-vaxxer if you choose to be a non-vaxxer, not an anti-vaxxer. And the same thing goes for people getting vaccinated. Don't say dumb shit that you are not educated about or don't know about to try to get people vaccinated because scare tactics go both ways. I love you. Thank you for listening. Um, Please stay blessed. Have a wonderful Friday. 
Um, I'm sending good vibes throughout this entire podcast and every podcast that ever was and will continue to be. So if you were listening, just know you are abundantly protected. Thank you for listening. I love you. I'll see you next Friday.